Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Green light on podcasting time once again. Uh, looking at Sandown Park on Thursday night, punters. Uh, been a pretty decent start to the year. We found a few winners to kickstart, and hopefully that can continue here on episode number 102. We're going to have a chat with Kate Gorman a little bit later in the podcast. She's got a quarter of the field, two of the eight going around in race number four, the Warrigal to Sandown final, uh, as well as Smoke Show race 11, box number five. Run of the week. We're hoping to get back to normal programming next week with the record slightly earlier, released earlier in the week with Jason Adams back on board as well. But it's now time for run of the week, and I thought this was race of the week. Fernando Mick, modern Kalinda going blow for blow. This was a tremendous clash. For all racing, Vader Bale flew out. Fernando Mick showing great speed and will drive through to lead into the first turn from Vader Bale and modern Kalinda Rails. Clear then of Stall Stroll at a fourth. Behind them was Warfy. Well back was uh, Belbina Bale and El Dorado was last. Leader was Fernando Mick. Only a length in front. A big effort here by modern Kalinda's a real threat. They're clear from Vader Bale. Fernando Mick. Modern Kalinda's got the inside runners coming through. Mick's in front but Kalinda's got it. Big win by Modern Kalinda up on the rail. To it was a big win. It was a massive win because we know that Fernando Mick was runners-up in the Melbourne Cup and then to wear him down in 29-20s, I thought that was one of the, the real great races. Uh, it'll go down as one of the great races of the year, I think. Just two really, really smart greyhounds going toe-to-toe up the home straight. A terrific struggle. And when you know what Fernando Mick's been able to do of late, uh, that was a monumental win from uh, Modern Kalinda. Thursday's preview. Alrighty, Thursday night. Let's have a look. Uh, we need to find some winners. Build the bank for the year. That's the uh, the name of the game. We'll kick off with race one. First event at 6.49. And uh, Kate Gorman will be on the back of uh, this preview. Race one on with number two only phones on top. We heard the rap that Ben Josky gave uh, this greyhound, this daughter of Fernando Bale, Crimson Vixen, on the pod last week. And I think uh, second look under race conditions, drawn better at Sandown. Her run was was nothing to be sneezed at last week. I think she'll win this, number two. And the Watchdogs marked her $6.50 in the form guide. So I'm pretty keen there. Race one, number two on the each way. Race number two, I'm with uh, seven, Zara Mani. Forgive run last time. Uh, down at Warrigal, but the first two runs at Sale were absolutely outstanding, were group class, so I think uh, Zara Mani's a star in the making. Race three, I'm with number two, Projector. Race four, I'm with one, Hierarchy, and if you stay tuned for the chat with Kate Gorman, you'll see why I was already with him, but uh, she's just nudged up the confidence levels a couple of knocks as well. Uh, race five, really keen here on number two, Cindy's Charm. Probably my best bet of the program. I think we'll cross the red immediately at Box Rise, and there's not much speed in the race. So I think that 34.02 win from a wide draw could only be improved on, really, from an inside draw. So I'm pretty keen on number two, Cindy's Charm. Race six, I'm with three, Black Sail. Race seven, number four, Barnsley. He's been racing really competitively without a great deal of luck. I don't mind the draw either from box four. Uh, race eight, number two, Golden Quest on top for me. Jason Adams electing this as his best bet of the program. So race eight, number two, 
for Jason Adams is the best bet of the program, Golden Quest. Race number nine, I like number two here, Ox the Man. I think drawn really well. Can be a little bit hit or miss, but there's no pace either side. So if uh, tonight's a hit, I think Ox the Man can lead and, and take a whole lot of beating. Race 10, I'm with number six, Magic Muffin. The second last, race 11, due at 10-11 on Thursday night. I'm with number two, Aragog, just to run a place. I think... It's an interesting type of race, and I think the check, if there's three dibbies, can just get back and find the rail and, and just whack away, and then race 12. Hard to go past Harris Gibber, but he's very, very hard to catch. Hunters Punting Club. All right, the PPC, the Punters Punting Club. Uh, I'm going to go race one, number two only, phones $10 each way, and race five, number two, Cindy's Chum, 15 each way. I'm leading the Punters Club, so... I'll kick it off and race and Jason Adams, who will be back in the flesh next week on the podcast. He said, race eight, number two for me, Golden Quest, and he'll have $50 on the nose. On the beak, as he calls it, the great man, race and Jason Adams. Inside Info. Inside Info, and when it comes to the Warrigal to Sandown Park final, at Greyhound trainer who's got a quarter of the field, Kate Gorman's been good enough to jump on the podcast and have a chat about those runners. Kate, how are you? Good, James. How are you? I'm going well. Probably not as good as you at the moment. Uh, you've drawn well in the uh, the Warrigal to Sandown final. Good prize money up for grabs. And I feel like you've got two very, very good young uh, pups coming through, both by the same litter, by Bernardo and O Rouge. Uh, you'd be pretty happy with the way both Hierarchy and Volkanovski have kicked off their careers. Yeah, I couldn't be happier with those two, especially being, yeah, homebred, homebred, the whole lot. Um yeah, they've exceeded what I sort of thought they would be, considering Al Rouge's first couple of litters. There was nothing really special amongst them. But, the yeah, it's just worked with Bernardo. I have noticed a lot of people saying that Bernardo, he's throwing really nice pups, really big, strong pups as well, and, and they're, they're nice-natured. Have you found that with these two? Yeah, the um, hierarchy is a bit smaller than Volkanovski, and there's another two dogs in the litter that I've kept. Um, hierarchy's probably... I sort of rated him better than Volkanovski all the way through. They're, they're very similar now, um, but brilliant chasers, just perfect personalities. I can't fault them at all. Is it is it a little bit more special? You've, you've trained a lot of winners over the journey. Is it a little bit more special? I noticed you just said they're homebred, homereared. It must just be a little bit of a cherry on the top when you put in all of that effort and it results in a greyhound like a hierarchy or a Volkanovski. Oh, absolutely. Like we've had offers... To, to sell them but the satisfaction I get from having raced the mother and the grandmother and having like bred the mother and ha- then having bred this litter it yeah they're, they're not for sale for any money so it's just yeah you do you just get so much satisfaction out of seeing a dog like that that you've had all the way through then go on to become you know something and they, they look like they really could go on to be really, really nice greyhounds. Hierarchy's had seven starts. We'll start with him. Drawn box one in the final. Uh, race number four at 7.43 Thursday night. Uh, five career wins. Burst onto the scene through that uh, maiden heat and final early November at Sale. Was he, you said earlier that, that he was sort of probably the pick of the litter. Was he showing that from day one or was it a litter that sort of took a little bit to, to find their feet? Um, he showed that from day one. He he broke in exceptional and he pre-trained exceptional. He pre-trained better than Volkanovski. Um, I think I held him back a bit longer than Volkanovski. I think he might have had a niggly injury. Um, his race times, like even though his form looks good, his race times haven't shown what he has shown in a trial. 
Um, so he's had the five wins, but the times haven't been brilliant, whereas Volkanovski's been the opposite and showing what, what he's capable of. So I definitely think Hierarchy's one that, as time goes on, like they're not two until the end of February. Um, I think in the next six months he's really going to shape up to be a nice dog. Thursday night's going to be his first 500 ever, um, but I am happy with the box one. Draw, he's a fraction slower than Volkanovski early, but um, he's sort of shown that he's strong enough and that he's going to run it. So, and he's gutsy too. Like he, he doesn't give in. Um, yeah. So I think box one's really going to suit him. He does look well drawn. And I just went through his last five starts. He's had four, four, six, seven, and six. So really <laughs> yeah. first time, I, I think his first two starts were from awkward draws too. So it's the first real chance he's going to get from a good draw. Volkanovski drawn box number seven. I tipped him on top three starts ago when he let up and was beaten by wobbly boots at the Sandown. But I just think he's a really nice type. And any greyhound that can run those low five-second sections, they're going to put themselves in just about any 500-metre race. And last start at Warrigal, uh, when he when he equally got the job done down there, 6.43 to the peg. So he is he is explosive early. Yeah, he'd been a bit hit and miss. He was pretty reliable early on, and then he sort of lost it. And, yeah, we just sort of switched a few things around, and I'm hoping it's, it's worked because he just flew out the other night. So I'm, I am happy... Obviously, I'd like him drawn in closer to the fence, but of the two, I'd prefer Hierarchy inside Volkanovski because Volkanovski does get out of the box so quick. Like It shouldn't bother him being in box seven. I think he's going to give the eight a nice cart across to the fence. And I'm not... Yeah, like I reckon they'll both... Well, Volkanovski will run the 500, but I don't know whether that dog... It showed last week how much strength it's got, so I probably don't want it sitting right up behind him. But, yeah, I am very happy with the box draws. By the sounds of it, I'm tipping hierarchy on top in the race, by the way. And uh, by the by the sounds of it, if you had a solo trial, Volkanovski and hierarchy at Sandown over 500, you'd believe that hierarchy would be the quicker of the two? Yeah, I um, post a post them at Sandown the week before the heats. And um, Volkanovski is quicker early. Hierarchy's run home was stronger. so And they ran the exact same time. There's just, yeah, there's really not much between them. Well... You've, you've answered my question. I'm definitely sticking with hierarchy, especially with uh, with box number one perched up off the inside there. It does look, look mighty, mighty hard to beat. What's the, the dream in greyhound racing for you, Kate? You've been around for, for some time and you've had a couple of really, really good dogs over the journey. What What's the, the races and the, the goals that you'd love to meet in greyhound racing? Oh, I think like anyone winning a, a group one would, yeah, sort of be the pinnacle. I think I might be asking too much, but to do it like with a dog like this that you've bred and, and reared and, and put all the work in, you know, yourself and your family and, and the people that help you, that would just be, yeah, that is what I would like one day. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> so I'm working heading, on it. <laughs> you're heading in the right direction. Uh, two yeah. very, very good youngsters. <laughs> I figure if I keep trying, I've got to get there one day. Oh, that's it. <laughs> uh, no, you're doing well. Uh, two very, very promising youngsters kicking off uh, at Sandown Park uh, Thursday night on Look, as I said earlier, I'm with Hierarchy, but good luck with the pair. And just as I let you go, you've got one other runner in, race 11, drawn box number five. Uh, box draw probably doesn't help. Uh, was better drawn last time at the Meadows, but uh, I thought it was a little bit of a surprising win, to be honest, there at the Meadows. The time was outstanding, and and obviously he's a greyhound that's got a big motor when he does get it all right. Yeah, he's been frustrating because him, again, had, was the best of that litter through pre-training, like far and away, um, and again, knocked back offers to sell him. Um, sold the brothers and they'd sort of gone on and won city races and he just, yeah, couldn't put it together, couldn't draw a box, never had any luck. But then when things do go his way, he can show what he can do. So the box one certainly helped him at Meadows the other day. Um, I thought he was unlucky at Sandown last week. He took a step out of the box really good and got cleaned up straight away. 
So I thought he was a good chance at the Meadows on, on Wednesday. Um, but again, box five again on Thursday night's probably not going to help him. But he's he's a handy dog. He's, he's not a brilliant dog, but he's a handy dog and he tries. So I can't ask for any more than that. Well, good luck with the trio, Kate, and thanks for your time on the podcast. Thank you. That's all for episode 102. I'm sure you've enjoyed it. Uh, nice, clean edition with hopefully a few winners on the program and uh, a great insight as well from Kate Gorman to her couple of runners at Sandown Park. Don't forget Terrelgan Cup Heats are on Friday night. Uh, we will bring that bonus episode to you next week for the Terrelgan Cup feature. And uh, three big ones in New South Wales. I know we don't really chat too much about the New South Wales Greyhound Racing in particular on this podcast, but there's a strong Victorian interest up there with the likes of Baby JC and a couple of others. But I think the locals could be in for a pretty good night, to be fair. I think Mortified's drawn well to win the Futurity. Uh, French Martini I'm going for in the Paws of Thunder. And the Derby, Victor Damien, uh, the Rapsar from the Rasmussen Kennel, the fastest dog they've trained along those lines. And I think one of the best dogs to come out of South Australia for some time, Victor Damien. He's proved it over at Angle Park and he proved it last week at Wentworth Park. So they are my selections in Sydney for the weekend. Uh, Good luck and happy punting. Hopefully we can have a, a nice weekend on the punt.